This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, January 4th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Rick Santorum surged at just the right moment to make himself the anti-Romney of choice for social conservatives. Though his rise does call attention to the uncomfortable relationship between social conservatives and the rest of the GOP. John Samples, director of the Cato Institute Center for Representative Government, assesses the GOP after Iowa. Coming out of Iowa, there has been a search for some time to figure out who is going to be the anti-Romney from the social conservative direction. And they had three or four candidates, and Santorum has now gone last, as it were, and is going to be the one. So I think this is pretty predictable, given that social conservatives since the early 1990s have become a large part of Republican identifiers. They were highly organized in Iowa and will be in a few other states. So this is, in a sense, a predictable outcome. The problem with it is, uh, from a libertarian point of view, is that those are positions that are decidedly not libertarian, and Santorum himself is very self-consciously anti-libertarian. It's not just that he ignores these questions of uh, human liberty, but he is arguing that that's a bad idea. When you talk about the two sides of the Republican Party, I assume you're talking about the social conservatives and uh, people who are more libertarian, more fiscally conservative, people who put uh, particular issues at their their top. That is, for social conservatives, it is a lot of culture, culture warrior type stuff. For mm-hmm. libertarians, it's uh, fiscal issues and uh, personal liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, How does that shake out as you see it, given what's occurred in Iowa? Well, on the one hand, Santorum is now set, really, and I think we'll be able to raise enough money to last for a long time against Mitt Romney. Uh, So the social conservatives, as it were, have their champion. On the libertarian side of things, uh, Ron Paul is clearly going to be the candidate that comes out and sustains himself and probably will have enough funding and support to last quite a while. Um, So both sides are represented. It's what's not clear, though, is how these can be reconciled uh, and how either one of them ultimately will be selected to, op- to oppose Obama. Uh, this would seem to be Mitt Romney's problem as you go through the primaries. Getting past the Bush party, uh, that is the party of war, the party of a lot of social spending, a lot of domestic programs, uh, is an important goal that the Republican Party should have, and the Tea Party was an attempt to, to do that. Uh, it doesn't seem like Mitt Romney is that guy to, to get past that Bush era. No. On the one hand, from the libertarian side of things, more freedom-oriented Republicans have every reason to think that he would his administration, Mitt Romney's administration, would not represent much of a break with uh, the current Obama administration. And in all fairness, if you look at things uh, through a social conservative lens, I think they have every reason to suspect that Mitt Romney doesn't actually share their point of view on things. So we have a Republican Party that has this curious uh, situation where in a presidential election where the incumbent Democratic president is extremely weak, uh, the candidate of the Republican Party will be one that's disliked and distrusted by most of the Republican activists. What should the Republican Party do then? You talked about the the disaster that was uh, the Bush Party in 06 mm-hmm. and 08 and the Tea Party, an attempt to sort of 
re-identify as something that is more about the Constitution, mm-hmm. more about limited government, about reigning in mm-hmm. spending. Uh, but it's it's difficult to see the path to victory for a lot of those ideas. Well, in the immediate uh, election, it's very clear that economic issues are at the fore. The question of debt, the question of the size of government, these are the issues. Uh, abortion was not mentioned by all that many people, even in Iowa, where 60% of the Republicans were Protestant evangelicals. So for this election, I think a focus on constraining government spending and dealing with the long-term fiscal problems and entitlement problems is exactly where Romney should be and um, might even be ultimately one that would bring on uh, social conservative voters to some extent. Over the long term, though, uh, it is hard to see how these two uh, party factions – one stands for liberty and one that stands for virtue, as it were, or their conception of virtue, how these two things can fit together easily. Um, I think Ronald Reagan, to some degree, was a, a personality that could uh, bring both of those together without and taking away the, con- the inherent conflict. So maybe the problem is ultimately the politician Uh, that can do this. But I would say beyond that, the problem I see as being a long-term problem is that the Republican Party seems to have converted itself very strongly to this Bushian notion of foreign policy problems are best served and best solved by the use of force. I mean, you hear that from everyone except from Ron Paul. Uh, That is something that seems to be a lesson that could not be learned by the party from the 2006 and 2008 debacles. So I think that's the big question. Bush seems to have transformed the party for some time on this particular issue of uh, prudent or imprudent foreign policy. John Samples is director of the Cato Institute Center for Representative Government. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.